Jason Mioris, the Attorney General, did us all a favor by validating what I think we knew was going on in 2020, that the head of the parole board under uh, disgraced Governor Ralph Northam, I mean, I hate to keep doing that because I just don't like that stuff, but I mean, what, what, how else am I supposed to describe Ralph Northam and still be honest and put this in context? Disgraced Governor Ralph Northam, he screwed everything up, and he personally was a disaster um, as governor. Um, his parole board chair enacted kind of on her own some of the most reckless policies about returning convicted felons into society. And now we find out that it wasn't just a a policy dispute here. She actually broke the law. And that's the determination by Jason Mears. And unfortunately, the, the, time has ticked by so she can't be prosecuted for it but she's still a judge i guess still suspended so i was waiting to see whether anybody at the general assembly would raise hell about this and say come on we can't have this lady as a judge even even if she's not actively on the bench delegate chris head is with us this morning and i'm so thankful that you're standing up on this what's your position delegate head and i appreciate you coming on this morning well it's good to be with john thanks so much um you know it (laughs) We can't have somebody like this on the bench. I mean, just just flat out. That's a, that's that's my position on this. I think what she did was absolutely horrible. If you, if anybody, you know, will if you take a look at this report that Attorney General Miares did, I it's you know it just it. If all you need to do is look at the executive summary that's there at the beginning of the report, mm-hmm. and it's just it just sort of outlines uh, several things that list you know A B C D literally pointed out that way and E. Uh, of, of things when it says uh, systemic violations of Virginia's victim contact statute, systemic violations of Virginia's prosecutor notification statute, Chair Bennett's unilateral final discharge of 137 violent offenders from parole supervision, and falsification of board records. Yes. Falsification of records. And then unlawful suspension of Virginia's three strikes parole ineligibility statute. And then pardons granted without parole board investigation or cabinet secretary approval. I mean, all of these are just violations of either either law or existing regulatory process stuff that's there. And again, regulation carries the same force of weight as law. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, this is you know she made stuff up as she went along. And it and sounds the like she got that. checked on some occasions by the secretary of public safety one of her own people brian moran who used to come on this show regularly one of the democrats who would come on i mean it sounds like behind the scenes he was you know shooting up flares brian Brian was telling her brian was telling her you can't do this and she did it anyway yeah and you know and and yeah and and he he would he would tell her things like on on the three strikes you're out he said look you can't do this unless there's a change in legislation. Right. And then in 2018, Scott Servel, Senator Servel, uh, uh, you know, put forward a, a, a new bill to try to uh, correct that. And it failed, which I'm very thankful of, because I think the three strikes law is a is great policy. I do but, too. But, but he, he put it he put it forward as a bill. Uh, and it failed, and she didn't get what she wanted, and she did it anyway. And you know, and you know, one of the things when Jason ran for attorney general, one of the things that, that you know he used in in his campaign was highlighting some of this. And the you know out out my way in this in the state, you had just you know a little west of me, you had David Simpkins, who she freed forty two felonies that this man convicted, 
10 separate armed robberies hmm. following you know his his release on, on parole god directly <laughs> Ten related separate to armed her. robberies after he was re- released because she let him go yeah and he was never supposed to be eligible and i pointed out in the speech that i gave on the floor of the house you had uh this this to me is 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 amazing that you had uh henry holmes convicted of three armed robberies in 1996 and I had everybody focus on that year. I said, focus on that year, mm-hmm. because he was sentenced to three consecutive life terms for those crimes, mm-hmm. three armed robberies in 1996. And then she granted him parole. But the problem is that the General Assembly abolished parole in 1995 so right. that any crimes committed after that date are just not eligible by law. Right. And she just let him go. And... <laughs> And then he goes, yeah, you know, it, it's it, these, these are the things that are so incredibly frustrating when bureaucrats just do as they damn well please, you know. And 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 I just I I don't know what we do about that other than taking action. And that's why I stood up and said we've got to do something. Well, the and, governor, you know, Ralph Northam, who I tried very hard to like, even though I couldn't vote for him. You know, he was the governor. He's an affable guy. You, he at the beginning, he used to come well, on the radio once a month and would sit with me, and you know, we didn't well, agree I, on anything. I, but he, I, I honestly, just, I thought he was going to be a guy we could work with. Yeah, truthfully, when he got elected, because I'd known him for a long time. So, mm-hmm. But but he he dropped the ball. <laughs> I would think the governor would hammer his own people to say, hey, you know, we have different. Uh, ideas that may be outside of the mainstream of some of the people at the Capitol, but you've got to follow the law. And the fact that he didn't do that, I think, is problematic. But getting back well, to Judge I, Bennett, because she's still I, in the I, game. I think here. that was their election of duty. You're I right. do too. And, 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 yeah. And, 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 and yeah, but, but, and I'm sorry. You, yeah, Judge, yeah, Judge Getting Bennett back to is, Judge is, Bennett, I, I saw a statement from her attorney saying that she's being dr- dragged through the mud. This isn't really a fair <laughs> assessment. Which I didn't really rebut the, the the facts from what I saw. Have you heard from her? Have you heard from her? Not, we we we, ha- we haven't heard anything from that, uh, which is not surprising. You know mm-hmm. that that. But, but look, do we know it, why she's not actively on the bench? She's still a judge, but not actively involved I, in I, cases. I don't. I can't answer that question. Um, I, I I just don't know. Something's um, up. I just don't know. Some, obviously, something is, but yeah. but truthfully, she needs to go ahead, as I said, and resign because if she doesn't, we're going to have to take some sort of action. What and, can you do? Um, uh, can we impeach? Here's what we, well, we we can. That that is that is you know we could we could censure or we could impeach mm-hmm. um, uh, either one, and you know of course. It would really be nice if we didn't have to get to, to either of those. Censure is just a slap on the wrist, and I don't think that that would be strong enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, we not could, for this. Not, not for this. We could bring forth articles of impeachment, mm-hmm. um, and then if that were successful, and you know, I tend to think that probably would be, then that would go to the to the Senate for uh, for for them to to try it. Um, who knows what would happen there? But something needs to be there. And if she's saying that she's being dra- dragged through the mud. You know, it's very interesting. Look, this is this is a verifiable report, highly investigated. It took a long time to put together, yeah. and the thing is, what seventy pages long? Um, you know, this is it's it's not like it's not documented what's yeah. being said out there. This yeah. is not I've been a waiting libelous to see the thing. actual. This is, this is the real deal. 
saying this is factually inaccurate. And that, maybe I've missed it. It's possible I've missed it, but I haven't seen that. Because if someone accused me of something and I thought that I was in the right, I would be tearing it apart. Yes, it's kind of hard to rebut sworn testimony. Yeah, exactly. Right? You know? <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't know what we're going to end up doing with this, uh, what she's going to end up doing with this. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's, well, you know, what else is also interesting is that the other side, in the days since I made this speech, which and it was Friday, and this is this is Wednesday. But mm-hmm. we haven't heard any. We haven't heard anything in other chambers in, in, in from from the other side trying to prop this back up. Yeah, They've got everybody be, knows this I is ugly. Everybody knows this is ugly. I, uh, I, I, w- I would be. Yeah, I would be. But if but but you know it if if it were if it were one of ours that had done something like this. Mm-hmm. I think that we would be calling for their resignation and putting a lot of pressure on them to go ahead and and let, let's get this you know get this done because the sooner that you make it the sooner that is the sooner that you get remedy for it the faster it goes away yeah. and it stops being a problem for you but and, look, and, and here and, we are yeah, but this is a big problem it's a festering wound and it and we and the problem is we just can't we can't keep going on pretending that these things don't happen they mm-hmm. do happen and we and you know and and the the left just drives and drives and drives and drives to try to make this all be okay and i for one am sick and tired of criminals being given the free pass and victims being ignored and people being unsafe. Right. It's it. You know, it, things have gotten worse. The more progressive, I said to somebody the other day, progressive policies make things worse, and we definitely are progressing. I'm just not sure sure toward what. In the, in the, we're not in the right direction. <laughs> it's, Plus, it's I think not your toward, point. This is not an outcome I want to be living in. Right. I think I think your point about bureaucrats not feeling entitled to just do as they please regardless of what the law says is really important. And I can guarantee you that, let's say, the uh, uh, Secretary of the Environment and, and you know whoever's regulating business and, um, and how it interfaces with the environment, if they just said, you know what, I'm not going to enforce this law, we're going to have runoff into the water and I don't give a damn whether anybody likes it or not, I guarantee you the Democrats would be all over that and would hold oh, that person absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But it, it but but when it when it comes to ignoring laws that they don't like, well, that doesn't yeah. really seem to matter. Well, good for you so. for standing up and that's why I wanted to have you on. I appreciate it very much, Delegate Chris. Well, I Head. appreciate the t- chance to chat with you. So, yes, sir. Thanks, uh, stay in touch. Let me know what you hear if you hear anything. <laughs> we'll do that. We'll do that. Thank you, John. Thank you.